0: As I was choosing a story to tell for today, and with Hanukkah we have to talk about lights. But then a question came up: If a person has money to buy only one candle, one candle only, and he needs it either for Shabbos light or Hanukkah. What should he use the money for? Shabbos. Shabbos. And that's the correct answer. And the Ramam says, why? Because when there is light in the house on Shabbos, there's Shalom Bayis. It's peaceful. A person should not trip, fall on a piece of wood, on a stone or something. In the olden days, that was the only source of light that they had. So if you didn't have a candle for Shabbos, has for Shalom, we didn't have a peaceful Shabbos. And that's why the din is, Shalom bias comes first. So I figured, let me tell a story about the Shabbos candles. This story happened many, many years ago in Holland, in a city which was on the coast, that means right near the river. The river had a tendency from time to time to flow and to flood the city until they finally built a wall, a dam. And once they built the dam, They didn't suffer anymore of floods, waters coming in, and they were able to live peacefully for many, many years. But how long can a dam last? And they did notice some leakage here, there, and they would repair it. In this city, there lived, there was a Yiddish community, many Yidden, and there was also one particular family that I'm gonna talk about. They had two daughters, a seven-year-old and an eight-year-old. The seven-year-old was Miriam, the eight-year-old was Gittel. They were very friendly, they got along with each other, never fight, went to school together, went to play together, They had, they really, really loved each other. One time, winter time, they went out to play and Gittel slipped on the ice and broke her leg. They brought her right away to the hospital and the doctors came, They were able to put the leg, the bone together properly and they put on a cast of course which she will wear for a few weeks these days the hospital sends the person home most of the times shortly after but then they would keep people in the hospital more, more days or weeks so her friends would come and visit her her sister would spend a long time with her and They would tell her stories, her classmates would bring her treats, bring her some good stuff, so she shouldn't feel that lonesome. Now everything was going peaceful and right in the city, and one day, in one of the schools, the classroom door opens up. And someone standing there starts screaming. Everybody run for your life. The dam broke. There's a crack and water is gushing in. Everyone should run to the mountain that's on the opposite side of the city. Save yourself quickly. The teachers got all the kids together with a say seder orderly. Took them out. And everyone is going. Everyone's rushing. Now Gittel laying in bed, and notices through the window a panic. She notices that everyone's running. Hundreds of people. Where they're running? Why they're running? She can't figure it out. But then the nurse came in. Said Gittel, "We must leave quickly. Hold on to me." And she helped Gittel go down the steps, out of the hospital. Says, Gittel, I know it's not easy, but we gotta run. And everyone's running, so Gittel followed the crowd. As Gittel was running, she it was very hard for her to run fast. Because to lean on the cast was very hard. After a while, she had to jump, she had to hop. At a certain point, she had to get down on the floor and crawl because it was too hard for her. She was getting more and more exhausted (coughs) until she noticed a bench on the side and she sat down on the bench just to catch her breath. At that moment, she didn't realize she fell asleep. Her eyes closed. Maybe she passed out. And she was lying there. People were not paying attention to anything else but to run. So whether they saw her or not, everyone's running. The next thing Gittel knows, she opens her eyes and finds herself in an unknown strange place, in a bedroom. She looks around, doesn't recognize the place. And trying to think, where am I? How did I get here? She couldn't even remember that she was escaping the flood. But after a while, her senses were coming back. At that moment, the door of the bedroom opens. And an older woman comes in, introduces herself. My name is Mary. What is yours? My name is Gittel. While well, you owe me special thanks, I saved your life. I carried you for a few miles to my cottage. She had like a little farm, a little place out of the city. I saved you. You would have been drowned. Oh, I surely thank you very much. I thank you for saving my life. I wish I can pay you sure you can I have no money not through money there's another way you can pay me you see I'm I'm not a young woman I need help in the house stay with me for a few weeks and help me help me in my housework help me on the farm with the cows with the chickens but how can I help with my cast well We'll wait for it to come off. In the meantime, you could do sewing. You could do other stuff. Yeah, but what about my parents? My family? We will get them. We'll notify them. We'll let them know that you're alive. You're safe. And you'll be coming home in the future. Thank you very much. I, I, uh, I, I would appreciate you let my family know, but when you say the future, how far? We shall see. In the meantime, I need your help." Now Gittel felt some kind of responsibility to pay her back for saving her life. So Gittel agreed and helped. Another week or two passed. The older woman who had some experience being a nurse was able to take off the cast and Gittel was able to walk properly. She went out into the field, took care of the cows, milked the cows, made some butter, some cheese. And Mary, the the woman, was very, very happy with her. One day, Gittel said to the lady, Can I, can I go to the city, like, just to get, to get out? No, not yet. I need you here. And like this, weeks turned into months. And before you know it, a whole year passed. The big problem here, or the biggest problem was, there was no Yiddishkeit no Shabbos candles, no f- kosher food. So Gitl remembered not to eat things that you can't eat. So she only ate fruits and vegetables, maybe some bread. She also she, she was the one who made who got the milk so she was able to drink Chalav Yisrael. But without brachas, without Shema Yisrael without Yiddishkeit, slowly but surely, she started to forget about her Yiddishkeit. Two years passed. Gittel did not leave yet. And then finally, during the second year, in middle of the year, the old lady said to her, tomorrow morning, Friday, there's market day. In a city called Yondam. it takes It's a few hours away from here. You have to walk and walk. It's like maybe five miles away from here. You could do it maybe in an hour or two. I want you to bring the cheese, the milk, the butter, and sell it on the market. With the money, you'll buy stuff for the house. I'll give you a list. Gita was finally happy that she's able to go somewhere else. And she did go there, and she sold the stuff, and then she bought whatever was on the list and brought it back home in a basket. And the old lady was very satisfied and said, Next week, we'll do the same. And this went on for a few weeks. But one time, Gittel thought to herself, I'm here almost three years. I think I paid her enough. I think it's time for me to go back home. But I don't know where my home is. How am I going to find my family? The city got flooded. So they probably moved somewhere else. No idea where to go. But one thing for sure If I stay by the old lady, I'll never find my home. So the next Friday, after bringing home the basket of things that she bought, she wrote a thank you note to the old lady, put it into the basket, and said, I'm going home. Hoping that the old lady will find a new helper. Gitol went back to Yendam, and uh, (coughs) when she got there, she started to ask around if anyone knows where her family is. Somehow she discovered that there are Yitten living on the other side of the forest. So she went, walked through the forest, and came to another city. When she got there, the streets were deserted, were empty. It was night, it was nighttime, it was Friday night. And she's walking around from one street to the next. Where can I find anyone? Even to ask a question. But then, at a certain point, her eyes were attracted to one of the buildings. Through the window, she saw a dining room table that had lights on it. And that reminded her of Shabbos lights. She said, wow, her memory started to open and pour back. Wow, I remember when I was younger, I used to light those Shabbos candles. Oh, how I miss my family how I wish I can be united again with my family but how am I going to find them but this house is obviously a Jewish home because they have what looks like Shabbos candles I'll go to, to them and ask them if they can help me she went into the building walked up as many flights as she had to to reach that floor, knocks on the door, and there's no answer. She wanted to know maybe people are not even there. She put her ear to the door, and she was able to hear, "Shall Oh, I remember that Megan. I used to sing it with my tati and my sister, Wow. Oh. Please, I want to get in here. I want to speak to them. I want them to show me how to get home. After they finished singing, she knocked again. And the door opens. The hallway was a little dark. So they brought her straight into the dining room. As she walks into the dining room, she suddenly hears shouts. Gittel! Gittel, you're back! Gittel, you're home! She sees her mother, her father, her sister. They all went into a big hug, crying from Simcha. Gittel, where were you? We missed you so much. After they made Kiddush and washed and sat down to the Se'udah, they asked Gittel what happened. And Gittel told them that when she escaped from the hospital, she found herself in this cottage. And, no, but how did you get home? How did you find your way home? Hashkach you made the right steps. But how did you know this is home? And she pointed to the candles. Those Shabbos candles brought me back home. And they were so happy. And thanked Hashem for the big miracle of Hashkach that she took the right path in the right streets, in the right place. And she came home and was able to go back to school to learn more Taita and do more mitzvahs. I've gotten tired. I feel like Hanukkah. Serious